What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in today. So old stories, we all have them. We all have histories. We have pasts. Old stories are comfortable. You know, they're like that favorite sweater you have or the old worn out pair of jeans that maybe should get thrown out, but you just hold on to them, right? And old stories, they they like wrap you in this blanket. You feel oh yeah, this is so comfortable. I've been living this for such a long time. But they can also keep you from growing and moving on because when you're wrapped in an old story that, you know, is your comfort zone or something, you don't necessarily progress because it's it's so easy. You just know it. It's It's what you keep living and saying and doing. And sometimes it can feel like the broken record where you are constantly repeating the same thing over and over again. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, you probably know somebody who's like that, even if you don't self-identify as being that broken record or speaking about the same thing, there's probably somebody in your life that's either currently or recently felt like this broken record to you. They just keep bringing, every time you talk to them, they're like, the same exact thing keeps happening to them over and over again. You know, they're not progressing at work or they, you know, aren't achieving this thing outside of work. They can never um, get to, if it's like an activity, they can never make it because they're always so busy or they're always running these errands that are keeping them from doing this. Or they'll tell you like, oh yeah, I have this hobby that I love to do, but I never have time to do it because you know, I do this, I have this, I have this. And they just keep repeating the same thing over and over again of what they're doing. And it's like they're so consumed by it or you're so so consumed by it if you're the person that's stuck in the old story that you kind of let it define you. Like it becomes your little elevator pitch about yourself. When you're talking to somebody instantly, it's the old story that comes out. And so even if your circumstances are changing you know, you still might be stuck in that narrative and telling yourself, oh, I can't do this because of this. Or you just keep going around and around because you're already comfortable as you are. You know, there are times when I've talked to people who have been stuck in these old stories it kind of gets draining if you're the friend or family member who is the one receiving the old story all the time. You want to like, I don't know, shake them a little and be like, don't you see if you just did this, it would change. It would be so much different for you. And it can get really frustrating because you feel like they're never listening to you, even though you're giving tips and, um, you know, you're trying to help them see this other perspective. But Old stories make you only see your perspective because you're so used to the way a story goes or the person who's in it is so used to it that they're stuck in the same thing every time they maybe don't want advice because they know better on it or they've been doing it for so long. Um, You know, I had a friend once who 
always wanted more out of life. Like these really big goals of wanting to move to this or buy a house. I remember there was buying a house at one point. There was, you know, growing in her job to the, you know, a bigger position or into management more. Or there was, you know, trying to pay off a certain thing of debt. Like those were the three things that kept circling around and around. And it was like, depending on which one she was stuck in at the time, you know, oh, I can't ever pay off this debt because, you know, I have this bill, I have this bill, I have this bill. Like it was all these bills, but then she'd go and buy a new car or, you know, there was the expensive furniture that got purchased or like these random miscellaneous purchases that in my mind weren't like a necessary thing. Like it wasn't a dire need to get them at the time, but it was like, she was so stuck in this. Well, I can never pay this down because I have all these bills, but then it was like more bills were being created because of these large purchases that were happening. And I felt like, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy in that way. Like she said she couldn't pay the bills and she made it so she couldn't pay the bills or, you know, pay down the debt in whatever way she wanted to. Um, so it's things like that where you're constantly telling people about, oh, the, you know, I'm so stuck doing this over and over. And you keep telling people about it because you're frustrated by it and you feel like you're stuck in it, but then you're doing things to keep yourself stuck in it. And, you know, I remember... I tried to offer advice like, well, they have, you know, loans like this where you could, you know, work with the company and it's fixed. And so they automatically take this amount of stuff like a credit card debt or trying to figure out different ways to help her. And I just remember getting shut down or like, I almost got the impression that I invaded too much. Like, even though she had shared all of this with me and told me about these purchases and I was watching these things happen you know, month after month and this conversation about never being able to buy the house because she couldn't pay down the debt. And it was kind of like, you're doing the exact opposite of what you should be. And I, it was clear to me what was happening, but it was like, even if I tried just a little, not like I wasn't trying to dictate life or anything, but I would say a little something. And I was like, you know, no, that's not going to work for me. Is this automatic? No, I, I know better. It's not going to work for me. And people do that a lot. Like they tell you all these things and they're stuck in this story that they don't see outside of. And somebody tries to offer them something and it's like, no, I'm in my story. I'm comfortable here. Like this is what I'm used to saying and doing and acting. So I'm good. Like back off. But if you're stuck in that story, you know, are you open to getting feedback or help or how do you get out of these stories? Because being stuck in old stories is kind of, you know, keeping you from moving further in life. It's keeping you from growing as a person, from, you know, loving yourself more because you're constantly telling yourself no. And I actually have a story about me and how I got stuck in a little story for a while. And it was, you know, kind of actually like starting this podcast, usually like I'm somebody who usually sees something as like, oh, I'm going to go for it. You know, I can do this, this, and this. And if I move this way, then this is going to happen. 
So it's not often when I get really stuck in an old story about like not having the resources or not having the means to do something or, you know, the knowledge to figure it out because I usually, usually can pull myself, you know, even if I'm kind of like struggling, I'll be like, oh, if I, if I think about it this way or, you know, I can usually dig myself out of it pretty quick, but starting this podcast, you know, I actually thought about doing a podcast about five years ago, which I've revealed earlier, but I could never get to it. I, at the time, kept saying the same things over again. I don't know how to figure out how to record. I don't know what equipment I need. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of money. I'm not sure how to edit anything. Like, all these things kept coming up, and I know at the time when I was talking to people about it, because I had started a blog, but I realized the blog wasn't fully what I wanted to do. Um, And so that became part of my old story too. Like I was coming up with, you know, excuses about why people weren't reading it or that I was censoring myself too much, or I was all these things to prevent it from growing. Like why the blog didn't grow was because not because of me and because I wasn't being authentic with it or anything. It was because, you know, I didn't have the right way to market it or I didn't have this, like all these other outside factors were the reason it wasn't being successful. And the same with why I never started, you know, the podcast because somebody was like, well, if you don't really want to write the blog, you could do a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a microphone. I don't know where I would record it. I don't have this. It just seems too daunting. I don't even know. I remember looking it up and getting overwhelmed and it was like, I just would shoot anybody's opinion down immediately when they started trying to give me a fix for it. And I was really stubborn about it. I just eventually pulled the plug on the blog and I took down the site, you know, out of, I don't know. I remember the day I deleted my website and I felt like relieved in a way. So I guess, I guess that's how I got out of the old story a little bit back then was I just shut it all down and I stopped myself from growing, which is not typical of me to do, but I did. I I put a big block on any of that stuff. And I said, I'm not in the space to do it. I'm not, I wasn't open or receptive to listening to anyone else giving me tips or trying to help get me past my own story that they, I'm sure people were tired of me talking about at the time, you know, because it, it came up a lot because, oh, you know, what are you up to? How are you doing? Oh, I'm just working on this blog. But nobody's reading it. Like the traffic's this. I just, I don't have time to write it. I'm up every night late. Like (laughs) I'm sure I sounded horrible when I was talking about it. And, you know, I, I had so many excuses and I was so comfortable in just blaming everything else on it that until the day I shut it down, I, you know, that was the story I stuck to. It wasn't ever me that was causing the problem or not investing in the right way or You know, I wasn't looking to change it at all. I just was like, it's not working and that's that. Um, So being stuck in it means you're not looking at solutions. You just keep looking at the old things and saying, well, that didn't work. So it's not going to work now. Um, And you get in your own way. You're, You're stopping yourself from this amazing, you know, growth that can happen. And so for me, luckily, you know, shutting it all down is what was the catalyst to eventually end up here because 
I got so frustrated in my old story, even with myself in the end, that it was just like, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this. And I think my goals were wrong back then, too. I think that's probably where the old story started was I was more focused on how many people are reading it and the metrics behind the blog, not what the blog was actually achieving. Like, I wasn't as concerned if my message was resonating in the right way or if what I was writing was genuine. It was like I was writing things that I thought people would like, which is, you know, not really good, right? When you're trying to be authentic and, you know, write about your life and, the topic at the time was about, you know, it was called Breaking Glass Girl. Um, and the idea behind it was really awesome. It was about breaking the glass ceiling and moving up in the world and, you know, really growing into who you need to be and that women can have a seat at the table and they can be in the C-suite and about female entrepreneurs and what they were doing. But it's kind of like I got lost in other people's stories because I did a lot of interviews um, with really fantastic women and what they were achieving. And it's kind of like I lost my own voice in that. I started more, I don't know, catering towards an entrepreneur when I actually wasn't one. And the whole intent of the blog was not about entrepreneurship. It was about corporate careers And so I got lost in what I thought other people wanted to read. And my writing became, I felt less and less genuine. The interviews were awesome. They were still really good, but the actual core writing wasn't. And it was because I wasn't really aligned anymore with it. And instead of taking a fresh approach and re-like thinking about the strategy behind it and how I was doing it, I was blaming everything else on it. And like I said, it was never me. And it was easy for me to just paint it in that way and keep, well, it's not my fault. I'm a good writer. You know, I know how to write. Like, and every time I looked at those visits to the site or anything, like there was always a spike on the day the interviews happened, but the other ones was horrible. So I promised myself now, you know, I I shut down all that gave it a few years and here I am doing a podcast. So clearly I figured something out about it and it wasn't so overwhelming. And the idea the person had way back then about me doing one was actually a really good one because I really enjoy it. But I promised myself I was not going to get into the metrics of it. And if nobody listens but me to my own podcast, then that's the way it's going to be. Because I used to get really hung up on this one quote that I heard once was, Um, If nobody reads your blog, then it's really a journal. And I kind of view that still like, I don't know, when I heard that, it really stuck with me and it hit a pain point because that's how I was feeling about my blog back then. And, you know, it kind of, I heard it later after I had shut everything down, but it kind of really highlighted the fear that I had was that nobody was going to like my stuff. And you can't go into these type of things, at least in my mind, wanting others to like what you're doing. You need to be doing it because it's helping you or, you know, fulfilling you. And in my mind, if only one other person listens to this podcast or gets anything out of it, like I've done my job. That's what I'm here doing. I'm doing something genuine and authentic 
because I feel loving yourself is really important. And so that's how I have prevented myself from getting into an old story with this podcast or anything that I'm doing like this now. I've, I'm changing that narrative about it. I've told myself it needs to be authentic. It doesn't need to be what other people want to hear or read or, you know, whatever medium I'm doing. It's like, that's how I'm changing and getting out of the old story. So shutting it down got me out, but like to prevent myself from going back into that same old story of, you know, getting caught up in what others want or what's going to get me a rating or something, I have completely decided not to care about that. And I get asked a lot about how many people have listened to my podcast. And I honestly tell them I don't look at the metrics. So if they'd like to look for me, they absolutely can. (laughs) But I am uh, not caring about it. So I'm not checking the metrics. I don't know how many people are tuning in. Um, I appreciate when people tell me they are or they like something, but that's the way I'm keeping out of my old story. I'm not going to let myself get in the way of doing what I truly love because I'm focused on something else. So getting out of old stories is really important because old stories bring you down. They don't let you grow. You need to change your perspective on them. And also when you're in the right mindset, you know, you could get other people's perspectives like that feedback and, you know, people trying to, they're coming from a good place. They want to help. And sometimes when you're in the old story, you're just not there to listen. You're not ready to receive But even if you don't receive it fully at that time, if you remember it, think about it later because a lot of times they do have good ideas, but try to put yourself in other people's shoes to look back at what you're doing. Or if you're trying to help somebody get out of an old story, think about from their shoes what they might be feeling or what they're going through. And then be open, be open to change, be open to, you know, humbling yourself be open to realizing that maybe, you know, the problem is you, not the circumstances around you. Like you're the one causing the circumstances to be what they are, which when you're stuck in the old story, you're like, nope, it's this, it's this, this always happens to me. You know, this, this is the same thing I, I went through last month or it always is happening to me. It's never that you're the one causing it to happen. And it may be uncomfortable when you're, you know, in the old story and you're starting to hear what other people are saying a little and you're like, okay, I don't want their advice. Maybe they're judging me now. Um, You know, because when you're telling people the same thing over and over again, they naturally are going to want to fix it eventually or they're going to get really tired of listening to you talk about the same thing and realizing you're not going to listen. So they're going to start interjecting more or trying to shut you down from talking about it because they need to move on. Like they're done with it. Like they realize you're not listening. You're not taking it in. Like they want a new topic or maybe they're going to distance themselves. So when you realize that's starting to happen, really try to like take a step back and understand where they're coming from to just realize you're in an old story, you know, and figure out that little way to get out so you can start succeeding again and moving forward. And you know, maybe like me, you need a break. You need a clean break. You need time. You know, do that if you can. But getting outside help is never like never a flaw. It's never a bad thing. You know, we're all going through, you know, different things and getting other people's perspective is what helps you see things differently and broaden, you know, horizons and 
everybody has gone through different life journeys, so they have different ways of thinking about things than you may. And that stuff is like gold. Like when you can get other perspectives and you can see how they might apply to your life or help you change just a little bit, it's amazing what can happen when we join forces and help each other with these, you know, things. So stop letting, you know, this blanket you've got wrapped around you of this old story get in your way. If there is something that you're being blocked with personally, you know, figure, jot it down, recognize when it's happening, become aware of it, and see if you can get yourself out or have somebody else help you, you know, shake it up a little bit to try something new, even if even if it's tiny, can make a huge impact in the long run. So you can move forward, you can achieve your goal, you can, you know, try something else and just keep moving forward and growing. And in the end, you're going to love yourself a little bit more because you will have accomplished something new. You won't be repeating the same thing. Those no's you had in your head are going to turn to yes. Lots of good can come from it. So get out of your own way and get going. Start telling yourself yes and shut down the old stories when they need to stop. Have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll tune in next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.